I usually have the wildest nightmares. I dream about Pennywise. I dream about like uh, bears and wolves and shit. And last night I yes. dreamt about Pennywise for you. So you did. Oh, God bless us, everyone. <laughs> I got all of your overflow. <laughs> Girl, get on that podcast. <laughs> it's so good. It's so chill. And and that's why the dream that I had last night was so wild because I haven't remembered any of them. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll actively dream of snow. And like, maybe I do. But uh, I don't find, I don't find that my, I can't remember dreams that are picking up the themes in these episodes. Mm-hmm. So when, when I'm walking around this fucking antebellum house and Shauna's like, and these are my maps. And I'm like, uh-huh. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Something is strange here. Yay! Yay! Hello. Hope you're sleeping so much and eating so many leftovers. Yay. I, uh, we actually did not make a whole lot of food for actual Christmas, so... We have uh, we have no leftovers, but that's that's fine. We have a ton of candy and a ton of cookies, so that's tiding us over. Valid, <laughs> yes. I uh, a- Andrew made a turkey the size of a softball. It was so twee, <laughs> it was precious, and it was exactly enough to feed not him because he's vegan, but to feed me and my mom. Nice. And I had leftovers three times over. Was it an actual it turkey? Really- yeah, well, no, it was not an actual turkey. Okay. Uh, their advertising was f- falsified. <laughs> um, <laughs> they definitely made it seem like it was supposed to be a very tiny turkey. Mm-hmm. But what it really was was like three turkey breasts somehow Frankensteined into something that looked like a like a Cornish hen oh, or something. Oh, I, I endorse that. I mean, I'm really here for the white meat anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean... Uh, I, I thought there were going to be, like, drumsticks involved, and there was some bit of sadness about that. But then oh. again, with the drumsticks, you also have to deal with more skin and more cartilage, and that I'm not. Yeah. Please. I don't have patience for that. <laughs> yeah, you actually made I my know. teeth chatter. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> the word it's cartilage. So gross. <laughs> <laughs> Tendons. <laughs> no. No. <sighs> ah, well, you look lovely. Tanks. I'm very warm. I took a really, really hot bath. I might have to take my sweatshirt off. Ooh, hey. I would open a window, but I don't know what my neighbors are up to, so. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get any fun presents? Did I get any fun presents? Uh, Oh, I got a really nice cheese board. Ooh, nice. Um... Gabby and I make jokes about um, hamster charcuterie because, like, we feel so much more uh, invested in the idea of eating if everything is very small and colorful oh, and, like... Sh- oh, you're one of those mini food people. I never knew. No utensils required. I mean, I didn't think it was a thing. And then she was like, hamster charcuterie. And I'm like, oh, yes, I do like that. So... <laughs> I have that now. Uh, What the fuck else did I get? Uh, I I have a Lush gift card, so swish. Um, Bam. And... Oh, this is really bad. Oh, 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 because it's end times and because earth signs are endlessly practical, um, Andrew got me a life straw. You know what those things are? Uh, no. 
Is it a reusable straw or is it a straw that like saps oxygen from a tree or something? (laughs) Can you imagine if you just had a straw that killed a tree? (laughs) But you got its life force. You, it's fine. You then, Im, Im, yeah. Uh, it's, it's mana. Um, now, a life straw is a silicone straw that has a barrel in the middle, and the barrel is full of carbon and shit. Oh. So you could ostensibly take the life straw to the Passaic River and stick it in the river and drink oh, clean fucking water. Nice. Okay. All right. So it's an end days gift. Very practical. That's great. Given what's happening. <laughs> That's nice. I uh, I think I told you that I like two months ago I bought a bunch of those thyroid things that you have to take if you get exposed to radiation. Mm-hmm. I was like, just in case, let's have this around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, now we all just need cyanide pellets to keep in our teeth. Ooh, that is smart. I do need to go to the dentist. <laughs> I'll Man. see if they have those, if they're covered under my insurance. <laughs> I am wishing I went to the dentist when there was a lull. But I was so careful that I was like, fuck this lull, I don't trust it. I know. And now there's no lull, and who knows when there ever will be again. And one of my molars is sensitive, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I have an upper <laughs> tooth issue, which all of my issues heretofore have been lower tooth issues. So, I don't know, mix it up a little bit. Why mix not? Mix it up, that's right. <laughs> Join the party, upper tooth. Hey, hey. <laughs> don't you all go at once, though. Oh, my God. Do you know what is supposed to happen to our teeth? And, like, I didn't know this until. Uh, I'm ready to be so uncomfortable. <laughs> so good. Huh. Um, I didn't know this until, like, a year ago because I was like, man, you know, people people put so much effort into into teeth. And, like, if you listen to dollop podcasts about early dentistry, it's fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. And yeah, hilarious. Yeah. But, um. But, you know, whether it's, like, like braces or caps or veneers or root canals or whatever, like, can't we just take our mouths out and, and exchange them or something? But um, <laughs> if you do all of that and finally you're, like, 50 years old and you're, like, ah, peace at last, <laughs> your upper teeth start to space out over time because you're because the bone in your skull is thinning. And so your upper teeth will start to space out no matter what you've done, no matter how much Invisalign you've purchased. Great. Been grifted into purchasing, almost certainly. Um, And then your bottom jaw, the ligaments get really loose. And so your teeth start overcrowding on the bottom jaw, which is why old people have old people teeth. Huh. Because... It's going to happen to every fucking one of us. Wow. I know. Well, I know. It's terrible. That's That was an unfortunate Google. It was a bad Google, man. It was a bad Google. <laughs> it was such a bad Google. <laughs> what did, oh, if I can think of, I had a bad Google the other day. I can't remember what it was, though. Uh, I blocked it out immediately, apparently. Speaking of, of niche stuff on the computer um, or interwebs, I guess. Uh, yeah, you've already seen and commented on. I'm wearing my my favorite murder. This is terrible. Keep going shirt, which this is terrible. Keep Don going. gave me for Christmas, and I love it. I love it. So Everything good. is about it is just perfect. It fits really nicely. 
like for a long time they didn't have extended sizes on the oh, site. Oh, really? I'm not a long time, but at the very beginning I remember looking and being like, ah, that shit's not going to yeah. fit me. Because I know certain brands of t-shirts and if I see that it's going to be through, right, right, I'm right. like, that's not going to work. Um, but no, it fits great and it's a cute like feminine cut with a little cap sleeve. And he got me the fan cult membership, which I'm super excited about. And I can't wait that's to so see great. all my goodies. I hope I get a secret decoder ring. Um, ah! and then, um, cause I had done that video project a little bit while ago, I was mentioning to Don that I have this lovely, um, lovely microphone for podcasting, but it goes in, it's a USB, so it goes in my computer. And if I needed something to take video and have nice audio, um, that I would need something different for my phone. So I got one. He gave me a VXR10 universal cardioid microphone. Um, and I have to figure out how, how to use it. But I, I was noting that it comes with things like, uh, it says, what's in the box? A microphone, a shock mount, a soft case. <laughs> hey And hey, for both of those. But finally, and most importantly, a furry windscreen. Woo! <laughs> and no offense, you guys, but I don't want to be around furries. I don't. I'm not... You can do, you do that. That's, you do that. I don't want to be near it. I don't. Oh, man. That, you do not have my consent to be furry around me. No. (laughs) Man, even if it wasn't your thing, I imagine it would be so much more fun to be in on that joke than around, like, a fucking furry convention. Sure. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Like SantaCon. (laughs) Probably yeah. fun if you're doing it, but if you even if, if you're you hate it and it. you don't want to be there, <laughs> it's still better than just like all of a sudden happening. finding yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it happening at you. Right, uh, right, right. We were okay. It was. It had to have been in Montreal, so it was a Canadian furry, no less. Um, but there is a park in Montreal, and there's a monument in this park. And every Sunday afternoon, there's a big drum circle, or was before COVID. Yes. Yes. And the heat, like everybody knows about it. And it's the kind of thing that I feel like used to happen in um, Washington Square Park until it got overcrowded. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so we went with other people who were in the burlesque festival. And sure enough, there was somebody in a fox mascot suit, like up in the hills. And this was still when I was still like, maybe it's not always a sex thing because people say it's not always a sex thing. But right, then, right. people are like, it's a lifestyle. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it is a stranger in a suit who you can't see. And therefore, I think, up to shenanigans, regardless of their <laughs> actual intentions. And, like, oh, somebody was, like, waving question. him over. And I was like, no, no, no. No, thank you. So, <laughs> no, no, no. Don't involve him. So a furry windscreen is exactly what I would like to have. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone waved him over. Never, ever, no. ever. She was like, "No, it's fun. He's a fox." I was like, "You don't, you don't know what's happening in there, bitch." The point is, is he's not a fox, right? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Also, these are people who have not spent nearly enough time in Times Square. Oh yes, right that off the is bat. So true. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I will say though, uh, uh, furries. I I would I would rather be around a small group of furries than around the Times Square characters and their lunacy. Like yes, 
Yes. No. Although I have to say, I love that you said small group of, yes. because I feel like that does make it less terrifying yes. as opposed to like one furry approaching. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because you're like, what did you do that they kicked you out? <laughs> Where is your pack? Why did they get rid of you? <laughs> What is the social contract? I want to read that subreddit. What is the social contract? I'm sure you could right now. What is the social contract that you broke? I want to know what the Florida furry rules are. Oh, gross. So hot and sweaty. Ew. Hold on. I'm going to take this sweatshirt off. Uh Uh-huh. No singing at me. Stripping music. Bow, I'm so warm. Bow, My bow, bath was like bow, bow. 200 degrees. Ugh. It was great though. I had a I I have been getting that awful kidney chill is what I call it. Like when your back gets cold and you just can't get warm again. That's oh. where it hits me. <laughs> Is like right right around my kidneys. It's my lower back. If my like if my back fat muffin gets cold, then it's like there's nothing I can do to warm it up again from the inside, no matter how many layers I put on. So I have to take like a hot bath or a shower. And I, I had that the other day where I was cold, yeah. took a hot shower, and then I sweated like a lunatic for at least another four hours afterwards. Oh, I was like, no. What have I done? I'm I, I needed I needed a friggin' toxin <laughs> cleanse, apparently. I am kind of the worst when I take a bath because I almost certainly want to just like go chill afterwards. Mm. But my temperature is so high that I come downstairs, I turn off the heat, I open a window, and Andrew's like, what are Oh you no. Doing? Oh no. He's not wrong. <laughs> You're upsetting the whole like, ecosystem. Yep, yep, yep. And of course, the thermostat is at like 67. Mm. It's cool in there, but, but. You know what I miss? I miss spas, and I miss when you, like, get, when you get tired at a spa, and there's, like, the heated bed things that you can just lay down on and take a nice little nap. Yes. Man, can you imagine even, like, wanting to go to a spa again? Eventually, yes. But, but I am slightly scarred because we went, like, two weeks before lockdown. Up to the one in, in Edgewater. In Edgewater? I yeah. love the one in Edgewater. Yeah. Uh, we had had plans to go to Sojo. And it was again when we were like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. It's not that. It's still just in It's still just in Westchester. No big deal. Mop, bop, bop. Ha, ha, ha. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my God. You think that's how you got sick? Oh, no, not at all. No. Oh, it, right. That was a good two weeks before I was sick. <clears throat> I think I, I got. I think I got sick at a thing in Brooklyn, but... Oh, probably the show that I said no to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. Probably. Oh, but man. I was somewhere else earlier in the day, and I was with people the day before. It wasn't until after the show that I, uh, that we were like, oh, quarantining, I guess we are doing that now. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was pretty much immediately, <clears throat> either right before it or right after, or like, it was a Saturday show, and we knew that as of Monday. Man... That would have been the last fun I ever had. Oh. <laughs> Remember I fun? Remember you and Shauna like, please? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I know. No, you were smart. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I was also boring. Oh, f- I don't think I have ever said that about you. <laughs> That's kind. 
boy, that Jen. She'd she'd be great if only what she could snoozer. loosen up and have a good time. What I, a snoozer. I did um I did I did one of those ins- you know how I don't know how much you're on it anyway, but uh there's like a an Instagram trend right now where the stories function is like show me a picture of blank. Mm-hmm. And so you ask the people who watch your stories, you put up the question box and it's like, show me a picture of blah. So I put up like pictures of Brittany and, uh, and, and high school and. Oh yeah. The, that's what the, is that what the lush thing came out of? Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yes, of course. And, um, and then <laughs> a guy who follows both of us, um, Substantia's friend, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First he shot. was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, show me a picture of of the best night you ever had. And I literally had to use every brain cell to be like, how many nights am I in a normal world? Am I out and enjoying it? Oh. <laughs> but, but, but to be fair, to be fair, a lot of the stuff that I do at night is just work related. I'm... Mm-hmm here for I'm not there to have fun I'm there to have fun right yeah <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um there's I it's just that I am almost always in a situation where I'm doing something when I would far rather be binge watching something else I gotcha <laughs> uh I am too I am honestly to the point where if you took away all of my screens mm-hmm. for six months and all I had any option to do Again, assuming things were safe. Yes, is, yes, of course. Is go out and be social. Oh my god! I yes, yes, I would. I would never come home. Like <laughs> right, a thousand percent. And I feel <clears throat> more committed to that now. And I also feel more committed to doing it just because because I want to, and not because worky stuff. Yeah, you know. I mean, I'll do the work. But I miss. Stuff too, I miss but. that stuff too. Yeah. Uh, um, I guess when we air this, it's going to be New Year's Eve, right? Oh, shit, it is. Yeah. Yes. This year has gone by. Ha! Has it ever? Isn't that so strange? Like, on one it, hand, it does feel like 2020 has been never fucking ending. It, it has both collapsed in on itself and also expanded on the inside like a Harry Potter tent. Like, when they go <laughs> to the Quidditch yes. World Cup. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but then also a week passes like that. I mean, I, I lose time everywhere, constantly. Mm. Well, I heard somebody talking about um, a professional something who knew things about things on the TV. Oh. Uh, MD. That's Dr. Something Something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, talking about how... Uh, looking forward to things is important and mm-hmm. not having milestones and things to look forward to can affect your perception of time. Like not having, oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's it obviously not having a, a good schedule is one thing, but like not having something on the calendar to look forward to. So we could all, if we sense. wanted to just look forward to my birthday, which is January yeah. 7th. So but also <laughs> the faster time flies by, the less time we are here. So I'm like, well, if I don't care about anything, great, because I'm going to blink my eyes and it's going to be fucking Wednesday. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in the business of wishing time away, though. No, I suppose it's not a great indicator of how wonderful life is. If you're like, <sighs> well, it's the next week yet. 
next. Right. <laughs> well, like, what has next week got to do that today's not going to give you? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess in my opinion, it's like, well, just like hurry the fuck up. Let's get a vaccine. Let's get people well. Let's get some kind of mm. stability. Let's get that idiot out of the White House. Please, oh my love God. God. Oh my, oh my God. God. That's, that's my birthday present. That is going to be your birthday present. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm so excited. Um, and uh, I promise, this, I'm saying this out loud on this podcast so that I do get my business together <clears throat> and make it happen. Um, I'm going to put together uh, a dirty trivia night that's probably going to take place the weekend after I'm my in. birthday. Um, I'm talking to a friend of Don's who's been doing, uh, you know, less salacious trivia nights for friends. And I'm going to see if he can like give me all his know-how. Um, and if it works out for a friend's level, then I'm going to try to do it maybe twice a month for like for, as an event bright kind of bucks. thing. Yes. And, um, since, since it's at home and everybody could cheat if they really wanted to, there's no prize money if you win. It's, um, it's bragging rights if you win, but. Uh, in, if I was having people pay, I would get sponsors and then we could give things away again Imagine. so that everybody who was on the call would have a chance to win all the prizes that I like to give away. You give away such good prizes. I miss prizes. Man, Don't you win, I miss, miss winning things. Oh, well, I, I didn't win things very often, but I did win your bingo night. That's um, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I miss Bingo Bongo. I miss Bingo Bongo. Man, that was great. Uh, um, so I I feel like maybe we've talked about this before because when I was thinking, I, I told Jen that I wanted to talk about like what we what we wanted to be when we grew up. But I remember talking about this with you because you were like, all I ever wanted to be was an actor. And then I was an actor. <laughs> I know, right? So I don't know uh, if that's going to be very fun to talk about. Well, that's fair, but there were all I can also talk about like the things that I really loved that were very much passing fancies. Oh, sure. Ooh, because, that's even better. Right? Let's because do passing I was like, fancies. I want to be an actor and also maybe this one day and then I forget about it within right. 40 but seconds. But let's do that but yeah. all encompassing like hobbies and everything. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. I love that. Oh my god. I like this conversation. Oh, man. Uh, the the one the one that I had a passing fancy for that actually really messed me up <clears throat> was uh, interior design, which I've definitely talked about this before. Um, I was in a uh, I was in a technical drawing class, and oh, we had CAD just lab. well mm, you're well, not had, not quite CAD lab. We had a CAD lab, <laughs> and the professor didn't know how to use it. Oh right, this was like my junior or senior year in high school. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was yeah. the only girl in the class. Um, somebody at one point stole one of my drawings and erased my name and then put his name in as though you weren't like, as though the teacher wasn't going to be able to see it. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) and so the lighting was not great in there and I'm already a blindy blinderson. And, um, my, my eyesight went down or went up, whatever the, um, whatever the bad way is. I lost two (laughs) numbers worth of vision that semester or that year. My eyesight from squinting, yeah, from squinting over that they were. She was like, "What are you doing? You have to stop. Like whatever it is, you cannot do this." And I was like, "I kind of thought it might be my career." And she was like, "No, oh no, (laughs) you cannot Mm. squint at tiny little squares with tiny little numbers in them, and you cannot do that." And I was like, "That's what that job is." Not anymore. Oh, 
No. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, wa- I needed, I needed, it was back when you really did have to map out, um, you had to draw a scale model of whatever you were working on. You were going to have to. So now that's real easy. You can just clickety-clack some numbers into a program. And, and right. I mean, I'm sure you could do you it. You can use a fucking Apple an pencil app. or whatever. Yeah, or an app. I'm, I'm sure that there's an app somewhere that will do oh, that yeah. for you. Right. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know why. Little things like that would set me completely off. And I think that it was like off of the track. And I think it was because um, I didn't have anyone to look to as a... Uh, an example of how it could be done. I had a really hard time. That's the kind of learner I am. Like I need to learn by example. People make fun of me because all the time I'm like, show me what it is you mean. Like give me examples of this thing so that I can really fully understand it. Um, and I didn't have anybody, if I had had even one person, even not a woman, like somebody to where I was like, this isn't working out. Can I go into color theory? Could I Aww. perhaps work on, um, I mean, industrial and organizational psychology has a lot of those facets in it, which my uh, professor in college wanted me to get into. No, but I didn't see it, and I didn't know how to do it, and it, I freaked out and gave up. Oh, that's what I do with a lot of things. And this is this year. I know whatever. It's not a new. It's not a new anything. It's just more weeks. But <laughs> this year, I'm hoping is the year that I stop letting that shit get in my way. Do you feel like it's gotten in your way as an adult? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> even little things like waiting tables. When I moved up here and I was like, oh, uh, I don't see any fat waitresses because the tables are so close together up here. Oh, that's, I, I mean, that's a major, like, especially when it goes in whatever category your marginalization falls into. That's, yeah. that's considerable. Yeah, that was that was more a, a case of opting out of a club that I thought didn't want me before right. they had the chance to kick me out of the, the furry group. Which is fucking valid. That's valid. Uh, yeah, but um, so it's a little different of a feel, but I didn't know anyone else who was doing that, and I decided just to switch gears. There's lots of fat bartenders. Oh, right? You see now if you had seen Franca early on, Franca of Maria's Crisis. Oh, she's a piano player. She does not I know, but, do those other but, things. But I feel like that would have been exactly what you were like, bam. No, then I would have had to learn how to play piano. <laughs> but wouldn't you have wanted to? No. <laughs> no, I wanted I want to know how to play piano. I don't right. want to learn how to play piano. Right. I don't want to I don't want to get there. I want to be right. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wanted piano lessons when I was a kid and I do remember that there was a point at which I crossed over and was like, well, this is never going to happen clearly. Mm. I definitely I I would have uh I think I would have loved the rigor of piano lessons as a kid, especially because I really oh, liked um I really wanted to, and I'm sure that the, I'm sure that the end game was my parents being like, "I don't want a fucking piano in this house." Oh, uh, <laughs> like, we already had one. You, of course, you did. You probably yeah. had more than one. We did. <laughs> I knew you did. <laughs> we had a piano and a full size organ. <laughs> that was that was what? my dad's, That was my dad's. <laughs> 
brothers after my dad's brother died my my dad's brother who again used to live in an apartment granted a fancy apartment in in new york but had a full a full size like the kind you would see in a church small but a full-size one with the foot pedals oh no no it didn't have pipes it was just an electric organ no although wouldn't be shocking um no would not be shocking and um <laughs> he used to play when he was very young he used to play organ in movie houses and also was schizophrenic so he would also play it at four <laughs> o'clock in the morning really loud for his neighbors My family. No. You buried the lead. I feel like you have you can't roll everything out like that all at once. Uh, he also played the trumpet and sure. probably also did that at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> did I ever tell you one time I actually walked by because my family lived there for a really long time. I never lived in that building. I want to say 960. Where were they? 960, upper East Side? 960. Yeah. East something. I forget. Uh, upper. Upper. That was Upper West Side. <clears throat> The first one, I think. Um, I grew up on the Upper East Side. Now I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. Um, regardless, Ritzy Block, and they had sure. they had two <laughs> floors. Um, they had like a separate apartment that they then gave to the boys, and then they had their own. And um, I stuck my head in maybe ten years ago, and I was like, "Hey, does anyone remember this name? My my real name." And the yeah, family yeah. who lived here, and all three, there were, I don't know if it was like a shift change or whatever, but the th- all three of the doormen were like, what? Oh, are you related? You look just like, oh my God. And they, they had many stories, they stories to tell. They had stories. Mm-hmm. Please. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it was mostly more of the same, just like super eccentric, and we never yes. knew what was going on up there, and like... Uh, like, uh, what was up with your grandma? Why did she, why did she collect like paper handle bags from, from Macy's and stuff? Like, oh. who knows? Who knows? I have known nothing answers. Um, but it was a hoot. I was like, if, if anyone here was here, they would remember. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Mostly as a child, I just knew I didn't want to be like them when I grew up. That's all I knew. Sure. So I that like, would deter you from the organ, let's what say. What aren't my parents? <laughs> what isn't my family? I just didn't know how to read music. And I didn't I didn't understand scales. There's a lot of music theory that I still don't quite understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved theory. I like the concepts behind it. But there is just enough math that it, it, it mm. freezes my brain a little bit. Sure. Anyway. Yay. Uh, okay, wait. Ball, so, balls um, to you. Bing. Balls to me. Uh, so I I think I really would have benefited from uh, from 
like actual piano lessons with a ruler on the knuckles, like uh, because I wanted to play yeah. piano so badly. Me too, and I wanted structure when I was a kid. <sighs> I wanted someone to expect specific things from me. Yeah, I was very good at fulfilling that for mm. sure. It was a year, and. And music came easily to me, so there was that. My dad decided to do instead was to get a keyboard and, uh, like, a Casio keyboard and turn me into Gene Belcher. That's literally literally what happened. (laughs) 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 But, like, Uh. he got, uh, he got this, 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 CD-ROM program Uh called, like, Miracle Piano. Okay. Something like that, and it was supposed to be your your digital teacher, but it wasn't very good. Okay, you know, like it it just it didn't transfer well. And of course, I did the 2019 version of that and got a Udemy. Um, oh yeah, course. one of those courses. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a piano one. I learned four things. Um, because I think there's like there's a point at which it starts getting really hard and it starts being something that I don't think that I can get through. Like as a kid, I played the clarinet and mm-hmm. I was really, really good at the clarinet, but they don't introduce you to the whole range of what you should be able to play keys wise. OK. Right. Like they only teach you a certain octave, let's say okay. one to two octaves. On the clarinet. I was so good at that one to two octaves. <laughs> and then after like years of playing that range of notes, then our music teacher was like, and here is the next octave up. And it required such a different physiological approach oh, to like breathing? a wind fucking instrument. Yes. And like the pressure on the reed mm. and... And and I could not get them. So whenever I went for a high note, I would I would basically do like the eleven year old boy version of like my voice cracking. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard that clarinet noise. I know exactly what that is. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's and I couldn't get past it. And nobody was very clear about the technique because it must have all just been technique at that point. Like I had right. my fingers on the right keys, um, but. Everything just changed in the way that you had to manipulate the instrument. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, this ain't going to work. And so I, I didn't go into band in high school. Oh. Right? And I had every intention of otherwise playing the clarinet for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, I, I could. I could play those two octaves for the rest of my life. Right. <laughs> but... um. But yeah, I so I, I so I gave it up and I didn't mm-hmm. have band and and Mm-mm. just didn't become a weird band kid, but mm-hmm. that's not saying too much cuz I made up for it abundantly. Yes. Yes. You know what? I actually and why not cuz it's still here. Um I did try ukulele for a little while and I oh. gave it up largely because I just didn't like how I had to hold it. Oh, like I so, have basically okay, what does it do? Well, you clutch it to your body, and if you have body shaped like ours oh, is, no. what that means is basically it. resting it on top of your titties. No, that's and a deal breaker. It looks cute if you're trying to go for that look, but if you're just like, I'm a person and I want to be, I just want to, I just want to be a person for a second, and not a person with boobs. 
You can't yeah. impersonate just yeah, a person. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yes, because if you put that shit on YouTube, you know exactly what's going to be coming up. (laughs) Exactly. And I wanted to learn it mostly for burlesque stuff, which um, Ula Uberbusen does Mm -hmm. a lot of and very well. Very, Mm -hmm. very well. Uh, But I had, like, like concocted a whole, basically, like, persona around that. And then I just never learned the ukulele. So, (laughs) Um, and then I sold it. But what I do have... (laughs) is uh so my hands are very small i have very very tiny hands for a grown-up um i uh, i i that's another problem with piano like i struggle to reach everything that you need to reach yes um which is why i had a little bit of luck when i had my casio keyboard that i of course would would voice sample all of my burps into um yes but uh, I have a junior guitar, which I've had for years, and I was going to donate it, and I never donated it, and I took the strings off so it wouldn't warp, but I still have it. Maybe maybe this is the year I learned guitar. Oh, that would be interesting. See, ukulele always appealed to me more because, of course, it's smaller and it has a more fun sound, but also it seemed like it might just be simpler. And also it, not come with, like, the physical agony of, of making your calluses and, like. So if you use, if you, the, this is a cheap, shitty guitar, so I'm going to have to start off with nylon strings no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also not in a place where I'm vainly keeping my my hands all manicured and fancy, right? Yeah, so fair. I can afford to have shitty nails right now and actually <laughs> learn some stuff. Um, that was definitely a problem because I tried with steel strings right off the bat when I was younger. And I was like, this sucks. This hurts. Everything hurts. Who wants to do this? Why is this? (laughs) The jam band is not worth it. Right? It's so weird. Little things like that where you're just like, like when I learned that runners' nipples bleed sometimes when they run. (laughs) Oh! I was like, is this something we're just not talking about? (laughs) No! Cool, cool, fun, great. No, why would you put yourself through that? Why? Like that shouldn't. Mm, mm, that should not end. That that shouldn't end the dialogue, right? <laughs> <laughs> like that's a problem. Y'all should realize that's a problem and do something to eradicate it. They do. They put band aids on their nipples. That's it. No. <laughs> That can't be the solution. I watched the episode of The Office of Fun Run 900 times, so, <laughs> like, it doesn't seem to help. But yeah, it might also help my idle hands. Like, I need to, <laughs> I need to keep these That's things the devil's busy. work. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that that happened with the clarinet. It oh, sounded my like God, you really right? loved it. I did. Totally love clarinet. Um, you would have been a great bandy also, but then oh. you might not have done all of your forensic stuff because band yeah. eats up all of yep. your time. Exactly. Um, and also I already spent way too much time with some of the band kids as it was. I did too. Uh, mm, <laughs> there, there was quite infamously at this point, this was the mortified that I did mm, right before lockdown. Mm-hmm. At the end of at the end about a year ago, um, and it was uh, 
a very, very, very ill-advised crush that I developed on one of the weirdest, like, most upsettingly weird people that I ever knew. Oh, God. I completely have been there. <laughs> so upsettingly weird. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to give you the breakdown. For, yes, I'm going to... Maybe I'll save that. I'll save those. Okay. Save so, it. Save. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I want to hear the whole like, thing, but mm, I feel like I feel like it needs to be in context instead mm. in the middle of bleeding nipples and, and guitar it's lessons. Painful. Yeah. Oh, not like not like heart shattering painful. Like eesh, painful. Ooh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so cringy. It's so cringy. Mm-hmm. And the best part was, I did not. I went with Seth to that mortified and I didn't tell him what it was about and he was like oh are you gonna do your your erotic friend fiction I was like no and he was like are you gonna do the animals one and I was like nope and he's like what do you have and I was like I'm not gonna tell you because you know the people in it because it's sophomore year and he's like oh shit and just see the look on his face in the audience as I did the reveal he clapped his hands over his face and he just sat there shaking and then when I came out at like intermission Uh he squeezes my hand so hard and he and he says his name Mm -hmm. with the middle name Oh, so like he uh-huh. says his full three part name, and I'm like, yeah. Oh wow. I know. It was a. It was all very, very, just oh, so much. Nope. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Great expanses of nope. Nice. Well, that is not I, the 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 segment of journals that I've I've gotten up to that I'm ready to go whenever we do that again. Like it's. Yeah. It's not thoroughly cringy, but this guy was like, I, I, I told you I didn't even remember having a crush on him. When right, I found yes, that yes, part, yes. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Mm. I actually remember a guy whose name I never even learned who had Red Converse, who I had a crush on for a while. Oh, I remember. It wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't Big Red from, what's that town in Virginia? Williamsburg? What? No, no. Uh, D- Darby? No, that's not it. What are you talking about? Mm, Is this a story I have told boy. you? The Forensics Boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Gloucester, I think he was from. Wait, oh. Denby. Denby, Denby, Denby. Denby, Denby. That's it. Darby. <laughs> uh, upper Darby Faith is a place in Pennsylvania because, of course, it is. <laughs> hmm. uh, a million other things that I started to do and then didn't do. I actually had a little jewelry business for a while where I was making sterling silver and beaded jewelry. Um, which I, I've had an inquest for like 13 years. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, we still have to collaborate on the necklace of kisses. Oh, for crying out loud. I know. I, I still know. have some of my beads. Let me go through some things tonight. <laughs> I did I did sell some of them to R.I.P. my friend Javiera, who is not with us anymore. Um, But there's other beads in the world. Oops, sorry, my thing just are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Oh, my phone's at twenty percent now, so No. That's dumb. What are we gonna have to do? Uh well we still have plenty of time. We've been recording for an hour already. Oh really? So I guess we'll just keep going until it fucks off and then Okay. 
I mean, that is kind of like the the energy of this week anyway, right? Like, <laughs> this is the week where you are supposed to do jack shit. Yes. So. Uh, um, the, the jewelry business, I, I liked making the jewelry. I did not like selling the jewelry. Um, I actually oh, did yeah. a couple of little wholesale orders, which was nice. But if I going to the shows and watching people look at things that it took me an hour to make and which had actual semi-precious gems mm-hmm. and sterling silver and they would they would be like 30 bucks which I was already cutting undercutting my own self yeah uh and like scoff while I was clearly sitting there making the jewelry I was like I'm not cut out for this Oh, yeah. I would rather right. do stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh, and that's saying something. Yeah. So I had an Etsy business, and I sold some stuff, and I still have some of my pieces, and I did a good job. Like, it was very pretty, and it was very contemplative, which was great because I was doing it right after my mom passed away. But um, I just got a I got a notification because I never dissolved the LLC, which it oh, should have been a sole proprietorship in the first place. I filed all yeah. wrong. But I just got a thing like a year ago that was like, um, we didn't hear back about this, so we just dissolved this for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Having a business was great, wasn't it? Oh. <laughs> uh. That's kind of amazing. I did know that you had some wholesale orders. That's awesome. Yeah. I uh I had a really jamming side business for a long time and I like it too like that's the thing that sucks I I quite enjoy it um for years I was doing graphic design for um oh most, yeah that's right. right yeah 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 you're good yeah. at that stuff I'm so good at it you are. because tell them what okay I'm I clearly can't even remember what I received for Christmas because I was honestly just so excited about what I was giving because uh-huh. this was the greatest holiday for me gifting ever and um I'm so excited for the gift I got you <laughs> uh, I this wait this is not something else this is what you've already given no no me. no this is what has already arrived oh yes <laughs> yeah insane so I got from Jen <laughs> Um, three items, one of which is a, a beautiful uh, heart-shaped ornament with our logo for all the fucks. Um, and then the first thing that came was a really interesting thing from, what was it, from uh, the... Zazzle. Zazzle, right. Um, <clears throat> where when you put it together, it looks, it looks like a gallery-wrapped canvas. Like, it looks super impressive, but it is made out of, like, foam core, kind of. Yes, um, yes. Uh, you would not know on the wall. I'm definitely going to get some of my own things like printed out like that because it's awesome. Right? Uh, what it is, <laughs> I have a series of photos that photographer David Bird took of me in various stages of my turducken outfit, and it is my my chicken level, uh, and it's me being a chicken with my my mouth all like, "Yay, I'm a chicken!" <laughs> and it says, "This turkey knows how to fuck." <laughs> and then. A couple of days later, <laughs> I also got the same on an apron. I couldn't even help myself. It's amazing. It's I the most perfect. It is perfect. Unstoppable. <laughs> it really was. I really was. Because they were like, cool, you made this canvas print. How about an apron? And I'm like, 
Oh, the shape of an apron could totally like I could I could alter my design and uh-huh. I could put the words in different places and choose different sizes and then have her uh, just her body take up the entirety of the apron. Oh and I was God. like, oh, I can't not do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't I do it is, that now? It is the most meta thing. Like I was I, I had Don take a picture of me to send to Jen, which we can post, by the way, if you want to. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, Do I want to? I was smiling like a normal person. And I was like, oh, wait, I should clearly smile like the smile. I'm smiling smile. right on my own chest. It is yes. glorious. And would you like to know, I mean, like, maybe the best gift of uh, incompetence? The best gift of incompetence is that mm, I don't I don't buy Zazzle's bullshit in that um, – I painstakingly gave them your shipping address. And then they oh, sent me right. your canvas. And I was like, mm, no, I definitely put in her info here. What's And they're like, your, your shipping info is you. And I'm like, no. Uh, and they were like, well, well, we'll do it for you as a courtesy. And I'm like, fuck. Uh, yep. Thank you. As a courtesy. As a courtesy. You'll do your uh, fucking job. <laughs> But, and now, alas, it didn't happen for all three because that would be the only apron I would ever wear. But (laughs) it did also happen for the ornament. So I I have a matching ornament. So we are living out alone two turtle doves. Oh, good. I'm so glad. That was endlessly adorable. Yay. But graphic design, whether or not you're making money off of it, is something that you still use. Oh, I yeah. Uh, it's how I've entertained myself forever. Yes. Like, pre-memes, I was making shit in paint to send to my friends. Ha <laughs> AIM. Do you remember file transfer on AIM? Yes, it I took sure do. 90 years. It was endless. And oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, I've been doing that forever. And then I got wow. so good at it as an actor and was utilizing that skill set that uh, other actors were like, oh, could you make this for me? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And they were like, I should pay you. And I'm like, oh. Oh, you could pay me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I was doing that years. And it was great. And I, I enjoy it very much, and it allows me to do this thing that's really easy and fun for me. But honestly, as apps have gotten more advanced, like the as soon as Canva became a thing that a lot of people had, I it was game over. Because it was, you could pay either $2 or nothing for this app and make something that, yes, is kind of brainless, not terribly creative, but pretty. Right. Right? Usable. Right. Or you could have someone do the damn thing for $150. I don't blame anyone for making that $2 choice. Are you kidding me? Like, come on. Right. I understand. You know. Yeah. So that pretty much uh, defunct uh, changing with the tech of the times. But I think think it lasted pretty well as long as it could. Yeah. Um, And so now... Now, who knows what? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> who knows what, indeed. Okay. Um, what else is exciting? I wanted to be a carny. <laughs> also something I did not know, and I'm so pleased. <laughs> who wouldn't want to be a carny, Lillian? What specifically? To- <laughs> 
going on roller coasters all the time. Gidoy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Especially the kind that are put together by people on lots Slip of drugs. Shot. <laughs> Slipshot in 25 minutes. On in various states of inebriation, yes, <laughs> yes, call it a day. <laughs> you know, I had no, I had no sense of carnivals being unsafe. Uh, oh, I didn't either. Uh, Thank God. Yeah, right. No, I had no sense of them. Um, uh, I would have loved to be like. A ride operator or something. I did. I all. I wanted to be a ringmaster in the circus, but that's a perfect example. Oh, that's I know. Still Storm within your reach. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Oh, I suppose it is. Although I don't know. I I don't know what that lateral jump is. Like I'm sure there are some people who'd be like, "Yes, Jen Ponton, please be our ringmaster." But I don't. I don't know where that door well, is. I think the answer is that we start our own circus. <laughs> I would totally do a circus with you. Shit. Girl, you could do a burlesque circus, burlesque vaudeville oh, shit. I, I am yes, I would not have been the person, first person to think of something like that. But it sounds um, novel to me. Sure, yeah, I think um, Bindle Stiff Family Circus is probably exactly what you're what you're thinking. Tell of. me, tell me what that is. Well, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, hang on a second, let me look them up. Um. Yeah, yeah. So there are um, variety acts that involve, I will tell you that I believe that I first heard about them on HBO's Real Sex. So something oh, tangentially had to have been sexy about whatever it was. And I Got don't, it. I don't, so it might have I don't been know. burlesque. It might have been. But that's where I first what? saw Scotty the Blue Bunny, who's been doing stuff in burlesque as he dresses like a giant blue bunny when he hosts. Cool. Yeah. This is all news to me. <laughs> you got to come out to Brooklyn with me more when things are normal again. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to do He's actually, it. he doesn't live here anymore, but there's no reason why you can't Google him and watch him on YouTube right this very minute. Fair. Um, regardless, uh, a lot of safety issues. A lot of safety issues. Like, mm. you have to make sure, like, if you have anyone doing aerial, you have to have things rigged up correctly. Um, you ne- should probably have somebody who's a fire marshal or a fire deputy. Um, you need to make sure that things, around, like, nobody, if anyone's doing fire, that there's no, uh, I don't know, flammable carpeting around uh. you or on the back wall, like at FM. <laughs> things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That just reminds me of what Femme was saying and that she was at produce shows where people are like i'm gonna try fire breathing and she's like no the fuck you aren't oh yeah <laughs> and especially not where kitty knights was that was no although i've seen people do fire twirling at the back of uh, at parkside lounge which is so small no 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 mm-hmm. i did i did my sparkler pasties there one time and even that felt like a little bit too much i was like mm-hmm. and here's oh, what no. the person here's what the person that i asked at the at the venue told me they were like well uh I don't know, the the sprinklers have never gone off for something like that before. And I'm like, that's not... Oh, no, that is not an answer. <laughs> how many how many strippers with sparkler pasties have you had there? How many precedents have been set? Right. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, yes, lovely, fun to watch. Um, there are people who are already doing that. <laughs> and sure. if I can just do kink trivia instead... <laughs> 
Like nobody, <laughs> nobody needs to sign a waiver. <laughs> yes. I don't need special insurance. <laughs> okay, but what if the circus was only clowns and pretend animals? Ew. <laughs> no. Not unless, not unless. You're describing a niche sex party that we can make money off of because then, then for I sure. Mean, not no. Not no. <laughs> I think what you're describing is Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm describing, but with ratter, fatter bodies. So. Oh. Right? That's a good point. Also, you don't need to know how to spin around 30 feet in the air. Sure, like I mean, but that's not everybody. Do. I like how how serious we're hashing this out right now. I mean, it's look. fine if you do. We're not aerial acrobatic shaming. It's not aerial shame. Um, I did take a circus class one time. You did. What did you I, learn? I did. Well, I we did a number of different little things. It was like a taster class for a, a circus school that I think was in Brooklyn, because everything's in Brooklyn. But um, we did uh, some acrobalance, which I was clearly the base for. But it was it was really cool. So I I kneeled down and somebody basically stood on my upper thighs and I held onto them and they leaned back and I leaned back. Oh. And it, I mean, it looks like you're doing a trick, but you're just you're balancing and holding on to each other. And there t- it's trust and it takes timing and you have to focus and connect or else somebody gets hurt. But um, we did that. We did a little. Uh, some sort of a jump splits off of a, a little trampoline. Oh. We did a little bit of juggling, which I can do. Oh, that's something that I picked up and never. I can do a little oh. bit of juggling. Yes, yes, I yes, yes. I can do yes. a little bit of juggling, and I think that the reason why I have a hard time with it is my uh, my depth perception because of my crap Uh-oh. vision. No, no, that's no. my. I think that's actually my problem. I think that I cannot juggle correctly because of the way you're supposed to focus on the balls. And How because, are you supposed to, like, what's the, what's, what's so you're the not supposed to look at your hands. Juggling. You're supposed to look straight ahead. And the idea with a basic three ball cascade is that you want to toss each one up. You guys can't see it at home, but I'm showing Jen. <laughs> you want to toss um, each ball up so it, it peaks right around, like, your eyebrows. So you want to see it, watch it come up and then come back down. And the idea is that you have enough control over your hands Oh, it might also be have something to do with my fat upper arms, to be quite honest, because oh, okay. because the angle at which the balls eventually fly away from me, I right, just could right, never right. get it. I could never get it under control. Um, and then and then it feels like circus music is happening in my body, and it just goes faster and faster until things fly away. <laughs> um, and then I devil would sticks. absolutely panic while yeah. jumping. Sure. I would panic immediately. You're supposed to practice facing a wall, too. So you know what happens if you if you throw the balls too far away, if you're facing a wall? They come back and hit you in the face. No. That sounds wildly unpleasant. I don't want any of that. <laughs> we'll put that up with finger calluses. Um, but uh, uh, baton, again, uh, a circus skill that I don't really retain. And um, uh, devil sticks, do you remember those? Yes, totally. Yeah. I think people still do things like that at Burning Man, but that's <laughs> yes. the only place that my amount of skills. Oh, contact juggling also. 
God, I guess I really wanted to be a carny too. Oh, contact like like off the wall. That oh kind no, of thing? Is that what that is? like in labyrinth with those glass globes. Oh, everyone wants to do that. I mean, I everyone can should do that a little bit. Shut the fuck up. I can do I can do a couple passes here like this. I can. You can Jareth me just a little bit. That's amazing. And then it falls on my foot. <laughs> no. Um. Oh, oh, and the other thing we did was uh, they put up the silks because that's the thing I love so much. The aerial silks just look sure. so beautiful. And they were like, you are going to put your body in this and flip upside down. And I was like, uh, I don't think I'm no, going to. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I was actually at my very s- smallest but probably not strongest Yeah, right. <laughs> for the shape of my body. Mm-hmm. And um, also at a moment where I didn't understand my body very well but they did it like they helped me do it and I was hanging upside down with my legs out in a split screaming with laughter because I was so pleased it was so much fun and I've always meant to go back and do like aerial yoga because it's kind of the same thing oh Um, yeah oh right where you like suspend yourself on a hook or something but not in the not in uh, that's the movie the cell no 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 there are like uh this is not going to get better in my description. There are pegs. It's a silk. <laughs> mm, I don't know what you're describing. <laughs> no, no, no. There is yoga where you hang on a wall from a peg, and and you do upside down yoga. It's a thing. I've seen. I've seen. I pictures believe of you. It. No, this is this is just like the silks that you see in Cirque du Soleil, not pegs. They're hanging from the ceiling and then okay, usually great. tied in a basket is what they right. call it, oh. so that you can kind of sit in into, into it. That's, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know what, it's fine. It's, it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> it's perfect. Um, so, uh, I have, I have Looking so- up peg yoga. <laughs> excited peg to see yoga. what we find. Okay. Uh, Is there a harness involved? Like, how the fuck do you do it? Uh, uh, so maybe it's called suspension yoga. It's probably not called peg yoga. Sure, it's not. But somebody out there is excited that we just brought that. Just came up with that. <laughs> that that we brought that to their attention. Yes, you're welcome, fuck buddies. <laughs> <sighs> what um, else? I have so many things that I was a non-starter for. Oh, I had a pogo stick <gasps> and stilts. I had a pogo stick and stilts as a kid. Shut up. We didn't have enough health insurance for something like that. Did, did the pogo <laughs> stick ever work? I tried a pogo stick a couple times. It could not figure it out. It is really difficult. It's really difficult. Um, and, and, like, you have to – there's a lot of force involved because the springs are really strong. Yeah. So like – there's a lot of trust involved. You yeah. have to really throw your body up and down and, like, trust that it will pogo. Oh. So you kind of can't stand on it and sort of hope it will do something. Uh-huh. Because they're such industrial strength springs. Sure. I could not get it together with the pogo <laughs> stick, which is probably for the best. Did you ever uh, use those pogo balls? Do you remember those? No. Oh, I think they might have oh, just been called with, Pogo Ball. They looked like Teletubbies, right? They they had a uh, they had like a they look like Saturn. Handle. They look like Saturn. 
like it it would be a ball and then a platform and a ball underneath it. Oh, I know of those. Yeah. Uh, no. No, I never tried that. I think they were just called pogo ball. Pogo yeah, ball. I couldn't. I couldn't do that either. <clears throat> mm, I was very, very bad at the pogo sticks and stilts, and I think I got them one year for a birthday. And while I got on them, it immediately got off of them and was like, "This is not it." There was another kid who took to it like a duck to water, and I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" To the stilts? <laughs> um, to the pogo stick, I think. Oh wow! Well, I've seen people do that with um, hula hoops too. Oh, hula hooping yes. is something that I, I I can do it just fine, mm-hmm. like with the special hula hoop for my wide hips that that I purchased specifically or was gifted rather. Um, that's the whole trick, though. Like you have to have something that um, relates to the circumference of your body. Oh, maybe that's it. So of I course, used something to be light. Good at hula hooping as a child. Oh, nice. But I was not as I got older, and I could not get it. And then, and then, uh, uh, last year, so 2019, when I shot that episode of Helpsters, the Sesame Workshop show. Yeah. Hula hooping is, like, the plot oh. of the episode. And so when I went in for my wardrobe fitting, they were also like, we're also going to do like a little hula hoop workshop with you. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and wow. I stood in a room with like, and it wasn't like a hula hoop instructor, but it was like a crew member who was just really good at, at uh, getting uh. the groove of a hoop going. And I, I maybe was able to go for like, seven seconds okay and then it would fall so there was something to it that I finally could get and I was like oh my god it's happening and then on the day they 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 had little hoops because they had to have a bunch of little hoops for the puppets (laughs) oh yeah I know right so they had these little hoops and what they did was they rigged them up on fishing line over the character's shoulders and then they pinned them to the shoulders and then the puppeteer had to like just gently move their their arm to get Uh. the hoop to go but um uh but at, at on the day i ended up using a small hoop on my wrist because it was the only thing that i could like guarantee for the take and i did and i was with uh i was with two other people the um uh uh oh what the hell is her last name Taylor something. I was with uh, this very, very funny, awesome girl who was doing pretty well. And then the the guy who played my fiance uh, is Chris Red from SNL, who's fucking hilarious. Oh Why have I not seen this episode? It's so cute. It's on Apple TV. I have Apple TV. Oh, it's uh, it's Sid Square. He's Sid Square, and I'm Cindy Circle. It's fucking great. Cindy it's, Circle. Uh, and what's the name of the gasp. show? Helpsters. I, insane. I can't believe I haven't seen this. I'm it so came excited. Out right as the pandemic that's right. was happening. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I was like, oh my God, life is awful. Oh, one nice thing. Right. Oh my God, that's right. I actually got to hang out with Muppets. Mm. <laughs> that's amazing. Well, the next time you're over, if you want to play with my uh, special hoop, <laughs> I mean, every hoop is special. 
uh, I actually thank thank you for like it's just hanging on my wall. I enjoy doing it, and if I cleaned up this stupid room, I could do it all the time, and it helps. It, like I like it; it's fun. I can't do any hey. tricks though. My friend um, Danny, who got me into it, she could do she could do dancing. She could do hoop dancing, and she was really really good at it. That's amazing. Yeah. We have a friend who um, who is deaf and does like hula hoop therapy. Nice hula therapy. Sure, hula, I can see I how it would be therapeutic for sure. Yes, uh, like and of course only in a very very hippy dippy way, not as like physical therapy as like all of the emotional mental well being. But right. um, <clears throat> yep. <laughs> um, uh, what else? What are some million other things that I've gotten into that I thought was going to be it? A million. A million. There were so many things that I that I just was a non-starter on. But, you know, every time we talk about this, I feel like there's a self-critical element in play that's like, man, I can't stick to something unless I know I'm going to be good at it. But that said, I think there's also the opposite side of the coin, which is... Maybe I only want to do things that I really, really want to do. Yeah, that's fair. I, and is there anything that you really enjoy that you suck at that you would still enjoy? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's so much a failure thing as it is like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I think part of my issue currently is that I'm so scattered. Mm-hmm. Uh and I know I have a couple of ideas and I've written them down. And um, anytime I talk to literally anyone about this, people are like, just pick one thing and try to get really good at that. And I'm like, incapable. Yeah, I'm incapable sure. of doing that. I can't. I can't because of the way my brain works. I need to be thinking about four things at once. And right. it is good if I buckle down. Is there something, is there something, yes. Well, and graphic design. Like, I I want to be able to put logos on things. I want to be able to, I think I want to make cards. I think I want to be able to do things like that. Maybe t-shirts. Um, but I have been watching what people are into, and I feel like I've had my finger on a, a little zeitgeisty pulse lately. And I, yes. uh, I want to take my fun, silly art and put it on things. Stickers. People love stickers. I love stickers. I want to make some fun ass stickers. You know what? I bet I could probably make a color form set. I would like to. <gasps> I would like to make. Um, I would like to next year. Um, people often make coloring books of their favorite burlesque performers. I would love to do that. That would be. Not hard. However, mm. I like my mom used to say, everything's easy when you know how to do it. But the flip side <laughs> is, from my favorite murder, bigger dummies than you. Yes. So that is my A mantra percent. for this like year that. is that whatever I try to get down on myself about, no matter what it is, whether it's organizing or taking a step in, a, in something that would be a career thing, uh... I'm smart and capable and there are plenty of people out there that have made things work for them who I'm not calling them stupid, but who didn't have all of the gifts and natural talents that I bring to the table. That's right. That's right. And there are a lot of people who, for whom their expectation of an end product is like, 
your worst case scenario, you know? Yes! <laughs> Bigger dummies than you! Oh my god, constantly these things are flowing into my life where I'm like, who designed this dumb piece of crap? <laughs> and people buy it! Which is yeah, yeah. I, I buy them! I don't, wanna, I don't feel like insulting people, but, you know, like, there, there's a difference in taste and expectation and whatever. Like, if it's monetizable, it's monetizable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the number of times I've gotten something and held it in my hands and looked at it and been like, this is not at all. And that person owns a fucking company. Yeah, for sure. And employs people, probably. Oriental trading exists. Oh, Lord. Right. I mean, That's a whole other thing. <laughs> I've been know. thinking about um, doing audiobook narration, and that's something that you would be great at also. I am pretty. I'm, I've done a couple. I've done a couple. I haven't done any from home. I've done them from studios. Uh, Jennifer Weiner had me um, had me do a couple of her books. Nice. Which, like, yay. Uh, but, yeah, I did that, like, at Simon & Schuster with producers on the other side of the glass. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was great. Lucky you, if it is something that you want to try to do from home, uh, <laughs> those foam squares that insulate, the sound insulation squares. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are five bucks a piece for a big square. Oh, the pyramid things. Yeah, or you can get any kind. There's different kinds. Uh, And I'm going to put some on a board that I can then put up over my stupid window that doesn't keep anything out, including the cold. Including, (laughs) you can probably hear a siren. I can hear a siren, Mm -hmm. yes. (laughs) But I figure if I record really late at night. Yeah. I don't know. It's worth a try. It'll probably be fine. Yes, for sure. But to to that point, when you were doing the research, like mm-hmm. audiobooks are a lot of work. Oh for no, no, very no, very little, so little payoff. And then oh, yeah. I and then I always ask the question when I'm like, yes, that that could be a business, but do I want to do that? Right. Like, I kind of do. I kind of do want to do it, but I understand, been, been and wonderful. it is. Um, my friend Carolyn has done a bunch, and it is. It is a lot of work. Labor. It's labor because you also don't realize all of the my the very the minuscule sounds mm-hmm. that your mouth and throat are making. Mm-hmm. So, like when I when I did Jennifer Weiner's books, um, at the end of every chapter, there was like a glottal hitch that was happening in my throat huh. that I could barely even feel. But the way that I had to re-deliver the line was very conscious. Very mentally involved, and I was like, "Okay, and lift the soft palate, like, <laughs> and like, and I was like, oh man, I don't want to fucking do that. I just want to get lost in a book and mm-hmm. have my throat make whatever sounds. I know, makes. I know. <laughs> you know, yeah. And to and it, that end, there are people willing to pay for that product. Sure, it's not going to be Penguin. It's not going to be you know fucking like Amazon. But no, it will be Amazon. <laughs> sure, uh, but yeah, like. I'm I'm sure I could find I am certain I could find people who would be willing to take my first pass <laughs> with with environmental pollution well, that's with the thing. sound pollution. That's what on. that's what everyone's dealing with right now. So if they have a sound editor who's worth a crap, mm-hmm. everybody's at home right now and not everybody can build a soundproof box. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think that no, that true. people's standards and what they're work willing to work around is going to be different for the next five years at least. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do need to do a deep dive into why. Oh, I also, I don't know if you've ever read The War of Art. Yes. Um, it's a book that Grace gave me a while ago. And, and I remember when she gave it to me, she was like, weirdly, there's a lot of golf analogies in here. And there are. Um, but I need to give that another read. It's small. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, teeny, it's like pocket sized and it's full of just like, why are you in your own way? Mm-hmm. You don't need to get in your own way. Those other people over there, they're not in their own way. There's a follow up to it. What the fuck is it called? Oh, he did, um, turning pro and do the work. Oh, I need do the work for sure. I need do someone. Do the work is. Beloved. To kick my tush. I need that. Yeah, lots of I tush kickery. I need and you have it. a birthday coming up. Oh, that's a good point. Right? Yeah. Yay. I do Yay. have a birthday coming up. Uh, it's I'm doing that thing already where I uh, I talk, I tell myself that I am the age that I'm about to be. Oh, yeah, sure. Leading so up to it. Surprise. So in my head, I have been 42 since October. I have. To, I understand that. I have yeah. to. I have to ease into that. Um, so uh, yeah, it's not. I'm not worried about it. It's fine. It is. It is the least pressure filled age to be turning. I think at this How point because nice. it means yeah, yeah. nothing. <laughs> it's not almost. No one's to, bat it's not almost to anything. It's not far right, away right. from this other thing. It's not. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> And, I mean, 42 is the new, like, 27, so. Accurate. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. You're turning 27. Congratulations. <laughs> Another Saturn return. Bam. <laughs> Saturn return. That's what I was trying to think of. Saturn return is when you're in your 20s and and you and, feel like you're having a midlife crisis. Uh-huh. Yeah, and but it it's, happens, is it 25 to 27? Is that what it is? It's 27 to 29-ish because it's whenever oh. Saturn stations back into your sign, which it hasn't been in in right. nearly 30 years. Yes. So it is It is very much an aging, a rapidly aging catalyst for people. Huh. I know, right? That sounds terrible, a rapidly aging catalyst. Mine, mine I mean, I don't think it lined up. Mine came, my level up came a little bit later, my level up came when I was like solidly 30, mm-hmm. 29, 30. But I don't know if that was when my Saturn was back in Scorpio. Gotcha. Which is where it is. There's a second one that hits between age 57 and 60. Yes. But that's when you're too old to care. And I think that's your I don't give a fuck yeah. one. As opposed to the what the hell am I doing with my life? <laughs> I don't know. I've been riding that pretty hard for the last decade, so. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. (laughs) Oh, a tiny plug before we go. So my friend Zephy. um, Oh, Zephy. I like them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Is doing a program called Favored Fridays. Um, And... I am going to be on the 22nd of January recording that. And it is um, just a quick, I'm just going to read what they sent me. You're extraordinary. Full stop. Let that glorious fact soak in for a moment. We often fail to realize just how magnificent we truly are. 
Magnificent just for the ways we show up in relationship to ourselves and to our people, whomever they may be. Magnificent, magnificent just for being you right here, right now. I'm choosing to step into who I have always been by opening up House of Zeph. I'd be grateful if you could join me on this venture with a little offering I called Favored Fridays. It's a one hour or however long you can give conversation with me on Instagram Live. We'll dig into your spiritual gifts, whatever they may be. Let's chat about your resilience and brilliance to survive and thrive in your brave. I would be honored to speak truth and affirmation for all that you are. Celebrating people is how I give love and gratitude. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Doesn't that sound lovely? You're tearing up, aren't you? I am. (laughs) That's lovely. I am. It's exactly what I need right now. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's gorgeous. So I'll be posting more about that, but it's Instagram Live on January 22nd. Yay. Uh, as a as a little booster shot to that, pay attention to your friends who are starting businesses, especially because they like you are you become their beta customers, their beta group. And you could have really beautiful, moving um, experiences, whatever it is they're doing, whether they're becoming like a life coach or they're doing tarot or like energy reads or Reiki work or whatever. Like it's OK to be a guinea pig for your friends. Oh, and that's how a lovely. really good point. Right? Mm-hmm. It helps them figure out what their offering is. You almost always can figure out a way for it to not break your bank because they're either doing it ex- for experience only or at a at a lower price because you are technically a guinea pig. But what a great way to support your friends and create a baseline bit of information and, and data for them. And yep. then, Yeah. <sighs> well, this was lovely. This was lovely. I liked it. This was a nice recharge. Hey, you want to know something else really nice? I do. We're coming up on one year of this podcast, and it has been so fun that we have not given up on that. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we should. What's? Do you remember what our day is? Our actual day is January. Hold, please, January sixteenth. Oh my gosh! That's so soon. We should do something special. Um, yeah. And in fact, even that is technically like our our little fifteen minute intro to you and I. So, like the first actual episode, episode, uh, January twenty third. Okay. Yeah, I think we should have a birthday party episode. Yeah. Set for January. Uh, maybe 14th or 21st. Sure. I am into it. I love you. Fuck this year. Fuck, Fuck this, this year. year. Fuck this year. And thank you for the, like, four nice things that it's given us. <laughs> yes. And ready to move on. Yes. Let's Marie Kondo ourselves out of this year. Ooh, yes. Thank you. Thank you for the blessings, whatever they were. They were there. Good things happen this year. Some good things happen this year. Yes. But you know what? I feel like uh, us say, like, simply this podcast, without the without the, the terrible veil of what it's come from or been created <laughs> during, like, hey, thank you guys for listening. Thank yeah. you for being our buddies. And Every and- single one of you is something wonderful that came out of this year. Absolutely. It's been such a buoy for both of us. Like, truly, 
emotionally it's been a, it's been a great reason for us to come together uh, and just have sure. friendship it's been a great reason for me to like get out of bed in the morning mm. i put and, on lipstick and you put on lipstick and fairy <laughs> dust i did i'm very and sorry. i didn't put on any glitter because it would just be it would just like fall right off the cliff that's okay <laughs> i did however take a very long very warm bath mm, nice so uh celebrating all right well thanks fuck buddies <sighs> thanks fuck Happy buddies New Year. sorry 2020 was this <laughs> happy new year um let's not get too jazzed for 2021 let's temper our hopes but with <laughs> but that i'm only saying that because i know there's a lot of astrological shit happening for 2021 mm-hmm. but it's still better mm-hmm. than what 2020 was well at so, least it'll be different it will be different that's right. Everybody stay well. Be kind. You too. Look forward. And be kind to yourself. Oh, and remember, uh, you don't have to listen to all the diet bullshit. Oh, yeah, for fuck, fuck that. Oh, we can watch talk more TED about Talks. that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Watch Jen's TED Talk. Watch our TED Talks. <laughs> and maybe that's something that we can touch on when we talk next Yeah. Time. Oh, maybe that will be our totally not diet January, first week of January episode. Yeah. Bam. <laughs>